And let me tell you, I have, you know, I've made more money than I could have ever expected to make um, as far as like, you know, just having that income, have, being able to employ my husband full-time as well and doing all these things. And on the outside, everything was like this mega success. And I have never been more miserable in my life. Hello, my gorgeous, confident queens, kings, and monarchs out there. This is your confident mama out here ready for season two of getting to share some incredible interviews to help us all live our best, most confident lives as parents, partners, and business owners. Let's get going. Good afternoon, Nine. How are you? I am fantastic. How are you doing? I'm doing so good. I'm so excited to have you here. Um, for those who don't know you, do you want to start just by introducing yourself and kind of what you do? Yeah, sure. So my name is Nine Morrison. That's nine like the number. And I own a company called Wedlocks. And um, pretty much I've kind of changed a lot of things recently, but um, I kind of dabble in three different things with wedlocks. Um, and so the three different things that kind of fall under that umbrella, there's wedlocks, bridal hair and makeup, which has, you know, been kind of my, my first and biggest baby, um, doing bridal hair and makeup. And then we also have wedlocks education where I, um, teach and mentor other bridal beauty preneurs and, um, not, we talk about business stuff. We also do um, hair and makeup um, education as well. And then now we also have Wedlock's hair extensions. So yeah, dabbling in a lot of different things, but that is kind of what I do. <laughs> and she's amazing at it. I have known Nine for probably a little over a year now, right? Yeah, a year and a half, two years maybe? Year and a half-ish, maybe two uh, yeah. years. Um, and so I've kind of gotten to see her like growth throughout her business, which has been like super, super cool. Um, and she's amazing at everything she puts her hands in. So I just have to commend her for that. But um, I guess my first question for you is like, obviously you started out just doing like bridal hair and makeup, and then it kind of expanded and grew into other things. From there, how did you decide to make the transition into, you know, your extensions and your education portions of the business? You know, everything kind of has happened very organically and none of it has ever been like what I would say is quote unquote, the plan, right? <laughs> um, and the evolution of things just in the last um well, what, it's February now. So the, the, the way things have changed in the last six months, um, the way things have changed in the last month for us have just been crazy. And, um, but it's been a really interesting thing just because, yeah, my kind of how we flowed into extensions and um, education all happened very organically. Um, I think this is the fourth extension company I've actually started to be honest, like it's the fourth time I've done this. Um, I've never done it to this capacity. I never had this much skin in the game as a, um, and was never this committed and like understood what I was doing. But, um, but I started with 
I started in the beauty industry because of hair extensions when I was 15. So it's kind of no wonder I turned 31 tomorrow, actually. And it's no wonder that here we are now. And like hair extensions might become like the biggest part of our business now. So who knows? Um, so yeah. We were literally just talking before she hopped on that they're completely sold out of all of their extensions right now. I'm waiting for the restock. <laughs> yes. Oh my gosh. Yeah. And it was Chinese New Year's and our manufacturers in China. So like now we're talking about manufacturing stuff. We're talking about like, you know, importing things from China. I mean, who, who thought we were going to be here? I didn't, I didn't know we were going to be here, um, you know, just three years ago, two years ago. Right. And I mean, yeah, everything has happened so, so wonderfully. I was in a very, very bad spot back in July when I had to make the decisions to make some major changes in my business and my life. And, you know, every month since making that hard, hard decision, um, it was very much like grieving a loss of a family member and, you know, coming out of it in such a better place. So yeah, it's been interesting. <laughs> No kidding. Well, can we talk a little bit about like the transition that you went through? Cause it was a pretty big change. And I know some people looking at it might have thought like it was kind of a step backwards for your business, but I think it was like a step backwards that propelled you forward. If that makes sense. Absolutely. So I would, I would love for you to just like kind of tell people what that change was and like how you navigated all of that because there was a lot that came at you like from the business side of things from your client side of things your everything so <laughs> so I think I I I haven't it's taken me six months now to get to the point where I can actually start talking about what that transition was, how it happened and stuff. I couldn't even talk about it when it was announced in September, um, just because I hadn't processed my emotions on it yet. And I didn't know what was like, how everything was going to play out. So I was hoping for the best, <laughs> but so basically what happened, so let's back up to what happened was, so wedlocks has been such a massive part of my entire career really um I've been in the industry and been licensed in the industry for over like for about 12 years um and then I've had wedlocks for seven years now um and yeah so wedlocks has been wonderful and I've been doing it full-time for about five years now and um and wedlocks grew very very quickly I started off with just me doing offering on location bridal hair and makeup and then within a year, I left my salon. I had, I was a, you know, a booth rental hairstylist, very traditional, like hairstyling path and then started wedlocks. And within a year made it my full-time job. And we were doing, you know, within that second year doing over a hundred weddings a year. And I didn't know anybody who was doing that, that amount of weddings and hiring a team and stuff. So I did end up finding a mentor. Her name was Allison Harper. Um, her name is Allison Harper. She just doesn't own her company anymore, <laughs> but uh, she's still an amazing mentor and I love her to death. Um, but yeah, so Wedlocks ended up growing into a huge empire as far as just weddings. So 
um, wedlocks we did. So in 2021, we did over 450 weddings. Wedlocks brought in over $600,000. And it was the biggest year I could have ever anticipated. We had at one point, we had like 25 uh, hair and makeup artists working for us. And let me tell you, I have, you know, I've made more money than I could have ever expected to make um, as far as like, you know, just having that income, have, being able to employ my husband full-time as well and doing all these things. And on the outside, everything was like this mega success. And I have never been more miserable in my life. And I think that this is such an incredibly important story because, you know, yeah, everything was so, has been, was so great on the outside. And, you know, we all know like how social media has that effect on us. Um, but I was dying inside and we were floundering because we were still at a point where we hadn't, um, where we hadn't fully even had a moment yet to realize what had happened to us since the pandemic. So by this point, it is July of 2021. We've made it through like what is mostly like the worst as far as what it did to our industry, the worst part of it, as far as how many events were canceled and stuff. So we've made it through the worst part of it and all of that, we're into the next bridal season. So, and everything is like, you know, we're booking more wedding. We can't, we don't have enough people. We need more people. I, I could book a thousand weddings if I wanted to. We had over 2,500 inquiries last year. And the only reason we didn't do a thousand weddings is because I didn't have more people to do it, right? Like the sky was really the limit, but it was, but we also had a complete breakdown of things happening internally, right? Where our team was so like, they were making money hand over fist, but they also were exhausted and they were emotionally drained. Um, they all were in control of their own schedules, but even then it was so much. And it was so like, and, and it was, it was such a thing where we were just like working, 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 hustling, 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 making money, but everybody being like, oh my gosh, I'm so tired. And I don't know when I'm going to be able to enjoy this. And like, it just 2020 did a lot to us. And, you know, so I finally was able to take my first vacation. <laughs> I say vacation in air quotes uh, <laughs> too, because um, it was in July of 2021. And my husband and I went to uh, my mom's who lives, she lives in the beach in Florida with the kids and stuff. And when we're there, my husband and I pretty much go out to dinner every night because my mom wants, wants us to, wants us nowhere around, right? <laughs> every, I cried every day that Ryan and I, every time we went to a meal, um, I would cry. I would sit there and like, we'd start a conversation and then I would start thinking about like work and then I, or then I would get an email or a text or something about work and I would just like lose it. And we started fantasizing about what the options were. So I don't want to go <laughs> make this the longest story, but anyways, um, we actually made the decision initially to like hire an, a manager to help me do what I was doing and all that kind of stuff. 
And I lived with that decision for two weeks and I couldn't do it. I was like, there's no way I can do that. Like, that's a whole, like, uh, uh-uh, I don't see how this is gonna, mm-mm. nope. <laughs> I don't know. I just didn't feel good about the decision. My, my, I was sick about it. And so I made the craziest decision, which was the option that nobody thought was an option. Um, it was definitely out of left field. I did the thing that nobody would have ever expected. Um, you know, I love to hit them with a plot twist, you know, and <laughs> that's what we did. So basically what I decided was, um, my mental health was the most important thing. My family was the most important thing. Um, I would, I knew that I would make what I would knew that I would make money doing weddings, no matter what was going to happen. It was just going to look different now. And so what we did was we canceled every wedding we had on the books for 2022. Um, not every wedding on 2022, every wedding from May on. So we gave those people, um, anywhere nine, over nine months notice. We gave them, uh, over 15 vendor recommendations, like alternatives to us. Um, and we gave them all of their money back. Right. Um, it was a huge financial, uh, I mean the financials of giving, it was 80 weddings, 80 all with a $200, you know, security deposit. Deposit. So, um, you know, and that was like, can we afford it? I don't know, but we can't afford not to, because I'll be in an, uh, I will be institutionalized. I will have a nervous breakdown and that's not where I want to be. So that was like the craziest thing. Now I knew that, um, there was going to be a lot of people very upset. I knew that I was going to be, I knew that this was going to be cause drama. I knew everyone was going to be talking about it. It was going to be the hot gossip. I knew everybody in the industry would know what happened. Right. I like what, there's no way to hide from it or no way to like pretend or like keep it hush, hush. No, everybody was going to know everybody. And there mm-hmm. was going to be effing hated me (laughs) and there was going to be bad reviews written on every website there was going to be like mean messages like that's what I expected to happen that is what happened (laughs) um but I will say it died down a lot faster um and And there were a lot of supportive people there for you too I know I saw so many supportive messages so many supportive messages so many and like that was the thing is like the, the support, I mean, out, outweighed <laughs> the negative in so many ways. And like, I, the community really <laughs> just kind of got us all through it because yeah, that was for me, Ryan and Cassie, uh, Ryan's my husband who was working for Wedlocks and Cassie, um, our manager slash assistant and helps with all of that stuff too. Um, the three of us all went through a collective depression together in an agreement, we all knew we were going to, it was like a scheduled and planned depression (laughs) for the company. (laughs) And we all went through it together. We all cried together. We all hugged each other. We all drank some, you know, (laughs) (laughs) and it was the hardest time. And we just had a meeting this morning, the three of us. Um, and yeah, (laughs) I was like, wow, you guys look at us. So, um, also we, 
through that whole decision, we made my husband unemployed. We made my husband's <laughs> job obsolete. Okay. So like when people were like, some people thought like, oh, she's doing this and then she's going to raise her prices, which we did. Oh, we raised them sky high. I'm not going to lie. Um, but people are like, oh, she's doing this because she's greedy and this and that. And I was like, you guys, do you not understand? I could book, it doesn't matter if I book 200 weddings for myself at my new pricing next year, I still will make less money. Mm -hmm. I still, no matter how you spin it, no matter how you spin it, I'm going to make less money. But for me, I'm making money in different places now, uh, not just weddings, which is how that works. But I'm like, you guys, my husband is unemployed now. <laughs> we phased him out in this transition. And like, we don't know what he's going to do. And I'm like, and I put a financial burden on my family by doing this. I went into debt by doing this. Um, so call me selfish, but I had at, at some point it's real human beings and you have to do what is the best for you, for your family and your mental health. It's such a big thing. So, yeah, absolutely. And I think it's important that we talk and you kind of brought this up earlier that like everything can look super successful, super happy, super great on the outside. I mean, like you brought up the numbers, you had 25 employees, you had $600,000 of revenue coming in for most people, you know, like they would be ecstatic. It looks like everything's perfect. Everything's running great, but that wasn't the reality. And like you were suffering, your employers were suffering. It wasn't like optimal for anyone. And I think it's important to know that, especially as like women in business, we can be the hardest on ourselves and it's okay <laughs> to take a step back sometimes. I know like personally, I just did it too. I, I completely went off of social media for about the last uh, four months and uh, stopped basically doing everything I was doing um, because I was going through a divorce and that needed to be the first thing at the top of my priorities. Um, but previous to that kind of four months absence from social media I'm sure on social media everything looked like it was great everything was wonderful everything was perfect but that wasn't the reality of my situation so I think it's important that we talk about you know everything can look great on the outside but not be great on the inside and that's okay <laughs> yeah and I think the most interesting thing to me is that I have still not completely shared my story. Um, this is actually the first time I'm really like, I've, I've, I've actually recorded my own podcasts about it for my podcast. I'm just holding on to them until a little later. Um, mm -hmm. Cause I'm not even sure I might want to re-record it. I don't know. I don't know if I still <laughs> feel the same way that I did six weeks ago when I recorded that, you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, so, cause a lot has, has changed, but it is, it's so interesting to me that the people who were so supportive, I mean, I got so many messages from, um, influencers in my industry, right? Like I'm, I don't have a huge social media following on like Instagram and stuff we do on TikTok now, but on Instagram, not so much. And it's very like organic, but, um, but it's interesting to me that these huge beauty influencers and bridal influencers were messaging me saying like, I saw what you did. I heard what you did. And girl, I, I can't believe you did it, but I'm so proud of you. I don't. And like, 
the thing was, is like, they didn't even know why I did it. I hadn't even said why I did it. And I mean, there's a million reasons why, but I've never even shared why I did it, but every, but the people who got it, they got it. And they were like, I don't even necessarily need to know why, but I, but I know that if you who is so incredibly passionate about your business would do such a radical thing, it must've been huge, must've mm -hmm. been huge. Right. And no matter what it was, that had to be a hard pill to swallow. And I'm so glad you did it. Cause like, damn, that's brave. Right. And same thing for you, Carrie. Like, I mean, you do so much on social. So to like <laughs> jump off of social is like, huh? And that's, I mean, for me, <laughs> yeah. I don't know if I could, I don't even know if like, that's not my, my brand is social. So like, I don't know, <laughs> but that's brave and it's amazing. And I, I hope, I hope that time off for you felt pretty kind of freeing, right? It was, it definitely was. Yeah. <laughs> I think we get too tied up in it. Honestly, it was nice to kind of untie myself from it for just a little bit <laughs> so that um, I could process my own emotions as I was going through everything. <laughs> well, so how has it been since you made that decision? And like, where do you see your business going more from here? Yeah, so this has been changing day by day, um, but, <laughs> and I'm letting it do it because I've always kind of, you know, um, followed my, my instincts, followed my gut, followed my heart, and I've always done that, and it's always led me to the next bigger, better thing. I always say that when a window closes, a garage door opens. Um, that is a Nine Morrison original for you. Uh, <laughs> but it's true. Every time it happens, every time like something horrible happens, it is the thing that's going to end up propelling me into the next bigger, better thing. So, um, you know, but what's happening right now is the big goal for me was, was like, okay, so what is bringing me joy? Where are the places that are bringing me joy and how can I do more of those things in my business? And so the big thing for me was Wedlock's education was bringing me a lot of joy and our partnership program and mentoring other um, beauty business owners into doing more bridal and yeah, and being, being able to create that financial freedom for themselves because most stylists think that they have to be in the salon behind the chair you know, five days a week and that's how they have to do it. And that's not the case. Like you can do two weddings a week for six months out of the year and make your entire income that way by yourself without even having a team. And then if you want to have a team, damn, the sky's the limit. You have an empire if you want to. Right. And so I really love, that's like where I've always been a natural teacher. Um, and so I really am trying, I'm putting a lot of, um, time and energy back into my community, into the beauty community. Um, and so that's been a big portion of my time, but then now within the past month with wedlocks extensions, things have really, uh, taken off. Um, and that's been a whole different thing for me. And I had this conversation with Ryan last week where I was like, you know what, like, I'm like, I've been feeling a lot better and just like lighter in general. I'm like, but as far as like, I just don't feel as much of like the imposter syndrome as I did before now that wedlocks extensions is doing well. 
And I'm like, and the reason is, is because like, I always, I don't know where I heard this, maybe like on Shark Tank or something like that. I don't know where it was like, if you do it once, if you're successful once, they're going to say you were lucky. If you're successful twice, they're going to say you're good. And that was kind of the thing is like, now that Wedlocks Extensions is doing really well, I'm like, you're not, you're not, you didn't just get lucky. You're good you know what you're doing, like trust mm-hmm. yourself. Um, like, okay. So, and that was, the, that was the thing for me too, was that we were going into e-commerce really. Right. Which is something oh, yeah. I've tried to do and have not done well at. And so this time I was like, I'm digging my heels in. I picked one strategy and went super hard for it and it's paying off now. So um, so yeah, what well, extensions could be, I, yeah, go ahead. I was going to say, and I feel like it's kind of crazy to go into the extensions. Cause like now you're having to deal with like manufacturing and like shipping and like all these other things that you would not have to deal with, with your other two, like portions of the business. Exactly. Exactly. And it was like, uh, yeah, I mean, this was my parents, my mom owned a textile business, a textile factory. Um, and I grew up in a textile factory and they were, you know, imports from, from China and Korea and like all that kind of stuff, but not in the way that I'm doing stuff right now. And my mom's like, this is different. And the way, (laughs) and I'm like, I don't know. So, uh, it's been a really big learning curve and yeah, figuring all this out has been wild. Um, you kind of feel like a drug dealer sometimes. Um, I'm not going to lie. It feels really weird because I'm talking to them in, um, the weight is all grams and kilos, kilograms. (laughs) So you're talking about things, you're talking about all of the hair in grams and kilos. And so you're like, okay, but if I do like, oh, but if you do this much and you bump it up a little bit, then you can the kilo discount right and the kilo discounts an extra three dollars a bag and like you know all this stuff and you're like what and then they're like wire me money at the bank it just feels very strange <laughs> i'm sending money That's to china so talking about kilos i don't know it's just weird so, <laughs> feels a little weird sometimes but i'm getting used to it <laughs> but it is so different the extension stuff but let me tell you i uh the really comforting thing is like, I can make money in my sleep, right? Mm-hmm. I couldn't necessarily, I had manpower with a big team and stuff, right? But that involved a lot of people an incredible amount of coordination and the amount of time um, and resources and money that was put into things before a wedding even happened, before we even made any money was a lot. So the overhead was different. <laughs> so it's been really interesting, but um, yeah, the way things are looking and have transitioned in just the past couple of weeks with our extension sales, it could be the biggest part of our, our business now. So who knows? Interesting. We will, we will see. That is so exciting though. And like you said, I mean, like you closed that window, but this garage door opened up for you with this huge, like extension side of your business, which is amazing. Yeah. And that's the thing is like, it is interesting that we, we relieve our 
our time and our stress and our energy in those places that are no longer serving us. And then we put it into the things that are bringing us joy. And of course they're going to grow. Right. Um, yeah. So it's, <laughs> it's been, it's been a wild six months. Let me tell you, curious, <laughs> crazy. <laughs> um, but, you know, I had to, I had to, we all really, really had to go through it. So um, yeah. yeah, but I'm really grateful. We did, we made the hard decision and yeah, we're coming out on, on top and for the better. Yeah. Well, I can say from my perspective, knowing you for a while and seeing you go through this, I'm so proud of you for making that decision for yourself and for your business. I think it was so good. So just Thank proud you. of you. Thank you. So I've made, I've made some really hard businesses in wedlocks or really hard decisions, business decisions with wedlocks, but this was the ultimate, the ultimate. And it was like, wow. <laughs> so yeah. Well, you're doing great. So I guess my last question for you is for other women, um, you know, who are kind of in similar positions to you that are running these, you know, big businesses as mothers and wives and all of those things. Um, what advice would you give them? And I mean, even more specifically in the wedding industry too, if you want to go that specific. Um, I would say the biggest thing is having a good support system. Like, honestly, um, as much as, you know, I can attribute certain successes in our business to, you know, my decision-making skills or the way that I can follow my, my gut instincts and things like that. Um, I couldn't have done it without an incredible support system, um, being my, my family, my immediate family. So my husband, my mom, my sister, and my dad all specifically. <laughs> so, um, I talked to my mom and my sister pretty much daily. Um, and my mom, I don't even let her talk. I mean, sometimes, sometimes <laughs> I let her talk, but she just like, is such a great, she's such a good listener and such a sounding board and like really just she's always been like that for me and my sister as well. And then my dad and my, and my husband, and I'm just really, really grateful that I've been able to have such an awesome support system. I, I was lucky. I will say I've been very fortunate and this was luck that I was, um, at least with my, um, my immediate family members that, you know, I was born with an awesome mother, father, and sister. Granted, we've had our issues in the past, but you know, they were, the family I was born into. And I'm so grateful that they are my support system. Um, but not everybody has a support, a great support system that they were born into. Exactly. And most people don't. And most of my friends don't. And that's the thing is that even if you were not one of those fortunate people who were born into a supportive family, we all, we all know that we have choices and we can surround ourselves with our chosen family and, and those people and having our little groups and having our little people that we know, and we can call and talk to and consult with about uh, different things is so important, you know? Um, so having like your people that you call when you're having like your own emotional issues, people that you call, you know, in those personal times, and then people, when you call about business stuff, you know, and, it's so important to be collecting those little resources from people all over the place um, whenever you need them. But also, yeah, just making sure you really have that 
that good support system, whether it is the whether it is a support system you were born into or whether it is the support system that is chosen for you or that, that you have chosen, it's gonna be the most important thing because I couldn't do it without Cassie who I pay and is hired by me, right? And I also couldn't do it without my husband who, you know, well, I'm going live on TikTok selling hair extensions. He's picking up the kids and doing the dishes and stuff so that I can do that, you know? So, mm -hmm. um, yes, as fortunate as I am to have, you know, those support systems, I've also created and cultivated other support systems around me to make sure that I have people to call when I need them and, and they have me too. So it goes, mm -hmm. it goes so many different ways, right? Yeah, I know you and I have called and had some long conversations together on just like all really? of the business changes and stuff. So yes. And like that's the thing is I think mentorship and like all of that goes it, it all goes both ways. You know what I mean? Like as much as if I'm mentoring someone and they're looking up to me maybe more than like the other way around, I'm still learning just as much from them and what's going on as they're learning from me. You know what I mean? So, um, absolutely. yeah, I just, I want to, I want to, I want to be the dumbest person in the room, Kiri. That's what I want. I want to be the dumbest person in the room. I want everybody to know more than I do so I can ask them and learn from them as much as I possibly can. Absolutely. That's why I do this podcast. I love like listening to and learning from other people and their experiences. I think it's the best like thing that you can do to learn and grow yourself. <laughs> so absolutely. I love it. Well, thank you so much, Nine. This is so good. And I'm sure it's going to be helpful to a lot of people out there who are going through, you know, similar tough decisions right now. So thank yes, you. Yes, I I hope it does. And just, just know, like, trust your gut, go with like, go with what's going to bring you joy. And what's, because once you have that fulfillment, that really is what's going to propel you into the next place that you are going to be, uh, whether you've planned where that's going to be, or whether the universe has another plan for you, just trust it and go with it. Thank you so much, Gary. Y'all, wasn't that just incredible? Thank you for being here with me today. And if you loved this episode, please leave us a review and share and tag us on all your socials. We'll see you next time.